What's up? What's going on? Welcome to the True Feminine Podcast. My name is Rachel Green and I am excited to dive into today's episode. Um, Today's episode, we are going to be talking all about, or, or we are going to be asking our own selves the question, are you emotionally unavailable? That's my question for you. Are you emotionally unavailable? Or if I were talking to myself, I would say, am I emotionally unavailable? Okay. So um, we're going to dive into that today. So get comfy wherever you're at um, and let's have this discussion. So are you emotionally unavailable? And the reason this question is so key and it's so important, it's so crucial that we actually um, get to the bottom of this about ourselves is because if you yourself are emotionally unavailable, then you absolutely will be attracting men who are also emotionally unavailable and or you will be um you will be you will begin to push men who are emotionally available away or you will um shut the emotionally available man down in your mind before he even has a chance inside of your heart and your mind um and this plays out in many different ways but a lot of times i want to talk about one of the biggest ways that you will be able to tell if you yourself are emotionally unavailable. And that is when you are, when you are hanging on to a lingering crush that you've had in your past. Okay. So, um, we've all been there. Let's be real. Um, I've been there so many times before and what this looks like is, Let's say you liked a guy once upon a time, right? Say you met a guy a couple years ago and he's just like that flirty friend. You vibe with him, like you guys feel each other, like you've got like good chemistry, um, but there's nothing serious happening. Um, You may have potentially like made out with him or something or whatever, or maybe not. Maybe you've done none of that. Um, maybe you just simply um, hang out as friends and you hang out in groups of friends and you just have always liked this guy. You've always liked him. And at one point in time, I'm also, by the way, girls, I'm literally throwing out like just a lot of different scenarios. Okay. So I'm kind of like dumping them right now on you. But, um, you know, there's the other, you know, another scenario is, you know, you, were once upon a time, quote unquote, talking to this guy a few years ago. And then, you know, he stopped talking to you or he moved or, you know, there was some reason why nothing progressed between the two of you. But maybe, let's say maybe that guy once upon a time, I keep saying once upon a time, but once upon a time, he, you know, said to you, hey, I like you. Um, but you know, this isn't the time I need some time to heal. He might've said, I need some time to heal or, you know, the distance is too much. You know, I, I don't want to proceed with anything while I'm in school, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So the guy makes up an excuse of some sort that sounds legitimate, 
But in your head, in your heart, you take his excuse as, okay, this is not for now. For now, this isn't working for this guy. But your mind instantly says, but it'll definitely happen in the future. He just can't right now. Okay. Raise your hand, if you're, even if you're by yourself, if that has happened to you. Where you and this, this happens with an ex-boyfriend a lot too. Maybe you actually did date a guy and then he says, mm, this isn't going to work right now for X, Y, Z, whatever reason he gives. Um, but let's just take a break and see what happens. Um, or maybe down the road we can re-meet up or something like that. Okay, Here's the problem with that. When a guy says that, I would go as far as to say that 98% of the time when a man says, this isn't for now, but we'll check back in a bit, um, 98% of the time, it actually never happens, right? The guy never actually steps up to the plate to come back to you. So it's super important that this is where I want you as the feminine, as my girls, to manage this, these thoughts, these emotions, and um, these feelings, okay? So um, if a guy is saying something like this, um, what a woman tends to typically do is we hold on to that 1% or 2% chance of hope that this guy is going to come circle back to us in a year or down the road, or when he's done with school, or whatever reason he gave, okay, Um, when he heals, he'll be back around, and we'll probably work out, so why is that detrimental, why is that a problem, why do I, Rachel Green, see that as a problem for you, my beautiful, true feminines, this is why that's, this is why this is a problem, is because what you will do as the woman you will you will take the inkling of that 2% window and you will not let go of that 2% chance and i admire you for that i've been there many times many 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 times okay um but you will not let go of that inkling 2% but why this how this becomes a problem is that that inkling to of that little 2% that you're holding on to is a 2% chance out of 100. And this uh, waiting that you end up doing begins to sabotage every other potential amazing possibility that could come your way. And But you will hold on to hope for that guy for years. I would, I would say weeks, months, and even years. Us women will hold on to the hope of a guy or the potential of a guy for years. Um, I have most certainly done that in my past before. If you followed along with some of my story, I've mentioned, you know, one guy in particular um, who I thought, you know, we had been talking for years. I mean, there's been a couple guys like that in my past where we would just talk and, you know, we, we were flirty. We had chemistry. I knew he liked me, but he somehow didn't seem to like me enough to want to make me his girlfriend and make me the only girl in his world. (laughs) But I could not decipher between those things. And so therefore I hung on um, way longer than I should have thinking that, oh, when he moves back, oh, when this happens, oh, when that happens, he'll come around. Oh, he just needs a little more time. He needs a little more of this. And then surely we'll be together. 
Okay, so what happens when we do this, this is where your emotional, uh, this is where you enter into complete emotional unavailability. Okay, why? Because I want, I want you to envision your stomach, okay? So I'm gonna take up your body parts, okay? So let's, let's just envision that inside your body and let's take our like, you know, torso area. <laughs> let's envision that um, we have some containers inside of our body, right? And inside these containers, they hold certain things. And um, in one of the containers, there is your emotional energy, okay? Um, your emotional space, your emotional energy. And inside that container, um, let's think about a container in real life, right? So every container in life has a limit, doesn't it? It has a specific limit that it reaches before it cannot hold any more of something. So there is no longer any more space in that container. So when we fill one container up, let's say a, a container in your kitchen, when you fill it up with rice, I'm, I'm literally just going off the cusp with an analogy here, but um, you fill up a tubware container full of rice. Well, let's say you have a big rice bag and you fill, start filling that container up and the rice comes to the top and oh my gosh, the container can no longer fit any more of the rice inside and or else the top will not fit on it or it's just not going to hold it. It's not going to hold the entire bag, giant bag of rice you just bought from Costco. It's not going to, the container you have will not hold all of that rice because the rice is going to overflow. So the same thing happens with all the different facets of our makeup, our body. And, you know, energy is one of those. And emotional energy, emotional space is a part of ourselves, our makeup, our body. And it has some limits. And there are containers for these things inside of our body. Again, this is, a not, this is an analogy. So just ro- um, walk through this analogy with me, okay? So let's go back to your emotional energy uh, container, okay? Emotional space container. And it's like inside your stomach. It's inside your body. And um, so guess what happens? So let's go back to the scenario where you are lingering, thinking that, oh, this guy keeps talking to me over the years. He texts me sometimes. He DMs me sometimes. Uh, We had so much chemistry, you know, two years ago or a year ago. Um, But, you know, nothing's ever really happened. But I just keep thinking he'll come around one day and ask me out and want to be my, want to go out with me and be exclusive with me. Okay. So you, your container inside of your body for the emotional container space um, is filled up with that guy that you're waiting for in the 2%. So that little 2% that you're just waiting, you're lingering, thinking in the back of your mind and your subconscious is, is hoping and holding out for this man and your emotional energy, if I were to ask you, where does your emotions, your emotional energy, where is it most, who is it mostly on when, if there's any guy out there and you would probably go, oh, it's on that guy. It's on my ex. It's on this person. Okay. So now the container inside of you is full and it's full with that man that you are still thinking about, that you are still hoping and 
just imagining is going to just show up on your doorstep with flowers one day and ask you to be his girlfriend. Um, and you're just waiting for him to finish school. You're waiting for him to do this. And so this, so therefore your emotional container is full inside of you and there is no space leaving you completely and utterly and entirely emotionally unavailable for any other man who wants to come along and ask you out and be a part of your life. And it's, it's almost as though when we have that container full, it's full of like, it's empty, it's empty air almost, right? Because we're waiting on somebody who hasn't shown any action. And, um, and so, and then we're just hoping that he's going to magically appear and that he's going to read our signals and that he's going to somehow know that we've liked him all these years and we've been hoping for him to ask us out when that is absolutely 100% not the case. The man is not, the man probably doesn't even know that you like him as much as you do, which is a whole nother thing I'm going to get to towards the end of this. But first, I want to talk about how you may potentially be emotionally unavailable yourself. And we become emotionally unavailable when we are stuck on a previous guy that we were once talking to and once showed interest in us, but never took us to any kind of next level. So this is why you may go on your dating app. Okay, this is why you may appear on, you know, go on a dating app and go on a couple of dates with a you know a couple of guys and have almost next almost no interest in that guy on the date because you don't have interest in the guy on the date because your emotional energy space is capped it's full you have no availability for anybody else to enter into that container inside of you and I want to just say, that's sad. That's a bummer. And, and girls, I am literally speaking from my own experience. I had no idea that this was actually what's happening inside of me, but it was. And I had no, I had no availability for other men. But you know what the crazy thing is? Is that men and humans, other humans, I'll use men because I'm always speaking in heterosexual context here, but other Men, so men who may take interest in you, they subconsciously feel and know that you're emotionally unavailable. And so this could also be a reason why they are not coming close to you or they are not carrying on or trying to, they're not um, trying to continue, they're not continuing to pursue you because there's something energetically happening, the energetic exchange between the two of you that's going on that, by the way, the guy doesn't know. The guy's not, again, I always have to say the guy's not sitting there going, oh, you know, I'm really sensing that her emotional container is full. Like he's not thinking that at all. Okay. And not one bit. It's not crossing his mind, but I'm telling you our subconscious, uh, is feeling things. It's sensing things and it is sending signals to our brain. Okay. So a man can sense that in you. Um, and so this could be reasons why a man is not, um, wanting another man is not, there's no other men who are coming towards you or trying to, um, you know, get to know you or pursue you more. 
because you are probably, you could potentially still be stuck on an ex or stuck on waiting around for some guy in the back of your mind, hoping that, you know, in a couple months or when he's done with this or when he's done with that, or when he breaks up with this girl or whatever it is, is going to come around to you on your doorstep with a bouquet of flowers. Now that happens in Netflix movies. Definitely. Probably happens occasionally in real life. I would say very seldom, but it probably occasionally may happen. Um, But it's definitely in the movies, right? It's definitely what we like to see in our little chick flicks. But I want you to separate that um, Netflix from real life right now. And I want you to understand that sometimes you're hoping for some guy that you once had some connection with to just show up and you have not even expressed how you really feel to that man. So, okay, um, let's let, let's uh, wrap that first part up and I'm gonna go into the second part of this part of this episode, okay? So let's wrap that up. Ask yourself, number one, are you yourself emotionally unavailable? And number two, a good way to check that is to ask yourself, is there any guy in my life that I'm secretly hoping is going to come around, that I am secretly hoping he's going to just, you know, be done with something or, you know, it's going to be the right time because he once upon a time told me now's not the right time. So you're hoping that eventually this time is going to appear that's going to happen. And he may text you from time to time. Um, but you're stuck on him. Could be an ex. You're stuck on that ex, right? Um, And if you are stuck on anybody, if there's any guy lingering in your subconscious or in the back of your mind or who pops up and you secretly are hoping that he's going to ask you out someday, this could be a good indicator that that person that's in the back of your head and your subconscious is filling up your emotional container leaving you emotionally unavailable to any other option. There is no pathway inside of your heart for any other man because it is clogged up with some guy that you're just hoping is going to show up, okay? Because he strings you along with a few DMs. Um, Okay, so um, let's move into what you can do. Here is something that I would highly suggest for you to do. Okay, if this is the case for you, I want you to, I want to challenge you to tap into your powerful vulnerability. I know that being vulnerable and expressing your heart and your feelings, it is literally, can be trauma. It can be trembling, right? It can be frightening. It is like, uh, it's it's like, I mean, remember the first time I actually did it and girls, it wasn't too long ago. It was like three years ago and I was literally shaking. I was shaking. I was like, oh my God, I have to tell this person that's been lingering in the back of my head how I really feel. But I cannot express to you girls how liberating it was once I did that and how I met my husband two months later because I realized that I cleared up my emotional container inside of me. <laughs> It was cleared up because it was not occupied by this guy that always talked to me, connected with me, but made no moves to be my real exclusive boyfriend for the long haul. Yet he was occupying my emotional space, my emotional energy. He was occupying my emotional container. 
And so one day I went up to him and I got the uh, balls, <laughs> for lack of a better word, okay? Guts might be a better word. I don't know. Um, to just get real, get really honest with myself and then really honest and transparent with this person. And I grew exponentially from this moment. It was the biggest and greatest breakthrough I could have ever had. So here's what I want you to do, girls. If you are, uh, if you have someone lingering, I want to challenge you to write this person a text. Okay. If you're feeling like you're lingering, you're in this limbo, I want you to write this person a text and say something like this. I'm just going to roughly paraphrase it. Very general. If you want to get a tailored, um, way to communicate to this man in a way that you would feel empowered, um, and, uh, right with, with beauty and clarity and tailored to your specific situation, please book a one-on-one coaching session with me. I do this all the time, every day with women, and it's, it's massively game-changing, okay? Um, when I can really help you tailor your text and your words to your specific man and your specific situation. Okay, now that I got that out of the way, let's go back to my general uh, skeleton blueprint for you, okay? So I want you to write him a text and say something like this. <sighs> I'll, give, I'll call him Johnny. Hey, Johnny, um, I just wanted to let you know that I've been doing some reflecting lately. And I realized that, you know, or I've been doing some reflecting lately. And um, I've been really been working on being honest with myself and honest with others. And I just wanted to express to you some things I've always felt about you. Um. You know, ever since we met, I've always just felt a connection with you and I've always um, just had these feelings for you. And um, I just wanted to let you know that, um, you know, every time I've ever been around you, you always make me feel so good and you make me feel so safe. Those are really good things, key things to say to a man. And usually they're true, right? If you like somebody. Um, so I, you know, you always make me feel good. You always make me feel safe. And, um, honestly, to be entirely honest with you, you're the kind of man I would love to go to date. Um, and with that being said, I just wanted to let you know and express that to you. And I would love to reconnect with you in person. If you are ever open to that, um, let me know. Okay. So, okay. That was like very brief. Trust me, when I'm in my one-on-one calls, we are writing really, really awesome <laughs> texts with more details and things like that, okay? But that's, you know, you want to write something like that to him where you are expressing how you really feel and telling him that, hey, I'm just working on being more vulnerable with myself, being more honest with myself and with others. So I thought I'd just let you know um, that for the longest time, I've always had some feelings for you and I always feel a certain, you always make me feel so good when I'm around you. And I thought about it and you're truly the kind of guy I would love to date. Now, when you say you're the kind of man I would love to date, you're not asking him out. You are not asking him to be your boyfriend. You're not asking him to take you out. You're just saying, Hey, I thought about it. You're the kind of man. If I were to date anybody, you're the kind of man I would love to date. That being said, I'd love to reconnect with you sometime. If you're ever open to you know, hanging out in person, notice I said hanging out in person. Sometimes you got to get really specific with men. 
Um, if you get specific, then you usually get your needs met a lot of times. Um, anyway, so, um, let, let me know and leave it at that. And then the man will actually know, cause you know what? Chances are the guy has no idea how you actually feel about him. That's the crazy thing too. This guy that it's lingering in your subconscious in the back of your mind, he probably actually doesn't even realize that you actually like him as much as you do. He probably doesn't even know that you care about him the way that you do. So it's nice to just let him know. Let him know he's the kind of guy that you would like. And why? Because that's just the truth that's inside of you. You're being honest with yourself. You're walking in powerful vulnerability and you're saying it with no strings attached. You're not expecting anything from him. You have to let go of the outcome when you send that text. Let it go. And here's why that is a win-win. Here's why that will make you emotionally available. Because almost instantaneously, within a week of writing that, when he writes you back, he might say, oh my gosh, that's so sweet of you. Um, I feel so flattered. Um, I'm super busy this week and next week, but yeah, we should hang out sometime. You might say that, and that might be a good indicator that he doesn't want to go on a date with you. But a guy who actually wants to go on a date with you, really likes you, will say, wow, I've always felt that way about you too. Thank you for expressing that. I would love to hang out with you. If you get that response, now you know that the guy's reciprocating in the same feelings. But if he's like, wow, I feel that's so sweet of you. Oh, I'm proud of you for being vulnerable. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, we can meet up sometime. Um, I'm pretty busy in the next few weeks, but we'll see. Something like that. I would not hang on any longer to him. You need to let go. And you need to not hold on to that little 1% chance. Why? Because he's left you at 1%. He's left you like that for years, weeks, months, like that. So you don't want to blink and have another year go by with this guy. You don't want to blink, have another year go by just hoping he's going to call you one day when he's not busy. No, a man who truly likes you will respond to how you said that and say, wow, his dream's coming true when you say that. And he's ready to explore that with you. Um, And if he's not, he'll say he's busy and whatnot. And then that gives you the closure you need to accept, practice radical acceptance. I'm going to accept the fact that this man isn't that into me and I'm going to move on. And now I'm clearing out, I'm dumping my container. I'm letting him out of that container. And now my emotional availability is not being occupied, wondering, lingering if this guy is into me or not. And now I'm free. And now it's like your eyes, once we're blind, they can see. They can see more opportunity. When you go on a date, you're going to be like, oh, okay. You're going to take a whole different interest in somebody. Like you've never taken interest in somebody before. I know this because this happened to me. I was able to go out on this date with my now husband a month and a half, probably or two months. I can't remember the exact math of it. Uh, but no more than two months later, um, after I did that very thing, that very thing with a guy that I was not sure about that always stayed in limbo mode for years. Okay. So if you're listening to this, you know that you may have somebody lingering. He's been lingering for a while, for years, whatever. If you have that person, I challenge you. I encourage you. I challenge you to take that risk because girls, nothing changes if nothing changes. Say that with me. Nothing changes 
if nothing changes, it's time to make a change. Today is your day. And it's a win-win if he says, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about this all the time. I'd love to go out with you. Or if he says, oh, I, I really just see you as a friend, you win, you win, you win, okay? You win, and it, both of those responses, ladies, gets you one step closer to your husband. The no gets you closer to your husband, and the yes gets you closer to your husband. So what do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose, everything to gain. So I could go on and on and on about this, but I'm going to close it up because I went a little over um, and um, I, I hope that helps you girls. If it does, DM me, connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram link is in the show notes. Um, I also am running a six-week coaching program. I have You have seven days to sign up for that. I have limited spots. Um, I will put the link down below in the show notes as well if you want to get in on that. It is going to be incredible. You are going to get so much personal coaching from me for six weeks. Um, and it's just going to be phenomenal. I cannot wait. I can't wait to start that group, um, and see how much all my girls grow and just win over the loves of their lives. It's going to be amazing. So, um, if that's something you are interested in, um, go ahead and sign up for that. Um, cart is open and it closes in six days. So get on that. And, um, I hope you guys have a lovely weekend. It is Friday. April 2nd. And I'm here for you. I want to support you girls. I'm cheering for you. Love is coming your way. I promise. God bless you. We'll talk soon.